This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Swung a marsh to left field deep. Fab going back. Looking up. He will watch it fly. And a miraculous comeback by the A's. And the ninth is capped by Matt Chapman's three-run home run. And the A's have won the game. And the final is 5-4. to four. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. That's right, it is the A's Clubhouse Show, and the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Vince, in my professional opinion, I'm just going to say that game stunk. Wasn't very, well, I disagree. I mean, it was, it was kind of a fun pitching duel for the first six-plus innings, and then things imploded in the eighth inning, and it certainly leaves a bad taste in your mouth from that point forward. Yeah, I mean, I like Bassett, but in the end, I mean, the final getting beat like that—that was—that was was rough. Chris Bassett, I thought, rebounded outstanding after the first inning where he got, you know, lit up for four straight hits, but then really settled down. But man, this—you know—it was bound to happen because the bullpen had been so good this year. But man, that just got—it got out of hand fast. Yeah, I mean, asking for perfection is kind of reaching for the stars a little bit. But just the matter that it happened, it's, it's one thing for the bullpen to get beat, and that will happen. Happens to every bullpen in baseball. But when you walk the nine batter, uh, to start the inning, a guy that just got back to the big leagues today, that's the thing I th- that I'm sure rubs Lou Trevino the wrong way, certainly frustrated Bob Melvin. And then, you know, you get five runs on three hits, and none of them left the ballpark. In fact, none of them were for extra bases. Three singles, you know, walks and uh, – not able to turn the double play because of just circumstances, a stolen base, a wild pitch. Things just unraveled in that inning. It just it just was not fun to watch. I got to tell you, they're a fun team to watch. And I know they got some growing to do, but they've got a lot of talent and they've got a lot of athleticism. You know, there's certain teams, you know, that that have just, you know, guys that mash and they got really good hitters, but these guys got they, they not only can mash They've got a lot of speed, and I think it was really on dis- on display late the way they ran the bases. Well, well, not just that. I mean, watching uh, Bo Bichette on the first ball hit to him to his right, deep short off the bat of Mark Hanna, and he goes, gets the ball in the outfield and throws him out from left field. This is a guy that's committed seven errors. At 22 years old, he's, he's considered one of the leaders in that clubhouse, and that's part of the reason why he is still at shortstop although some would tell you that maybe down the road that's not going to be his position. But because he's so important to them, and because they don't have somebody, let's say like a Marcus had signed a, a multi-year deal, or if they brought in an Andrelton Simmons uh, on a multi-year deal, or even a Francisco Lindor, that might have been a different story. But because they've got somebody on one year like Marcus, it's still Bo Bichette's spot, and, and he is vital to their clubhouse. And then, like you mentioned, uh, that he, the ball was hit right on a line to Elvis, one bounce, and he stays out of the double play. And we saw the way he hustled around the bases on the, uh, the ball off the bat of Guerrero. He's fun to watch. These guys are going to grow together. I mean, they've done some growing in the minor leagues, but there's nothing like growing together in the big leagues. 
himself and Biggio, who shows a lot of versatility. And I mean, Vlad is just—I mean, he's an absolute <laughs> joy to watch swing the bat. I mean, he just—it's like he's been doing it since he was ten years old. And you know what? He's been doing it since he's been ten years old. And standing in a box at a big league game, there is zero fear from this guy. And just watching the ball explode off his bat, you're right. I mean, it's unfortunate that they're that they're playing these games at a spring training ballpark and they're going to Buffalo. Yeah. They need to get to the Rogers Center and they need the country to embrace this club because they're going to fall in love with them once they start seeing them perform. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a good chance they never play at home for the second straight year. Yep, I mean, the A's play Toronto the first weekend in September. Now, where will that be? I think if you ask this today, it's, it seems cut and dry that it's going to be Buffalo. But you keep your fingers crossed. You hope that things improve, that maybe the border will be opening. And, you know, we're going to see bigger crowds at the ballparks in the United States for certain. You know, by, by July at the latest, you're going to see close to 100% capacity, I think, around the country or the opportunity for that. And, you, you know, keep your fingers crossed that it, 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 it kind of works its way north and, and allows you to go. Toronto is one of the, one of the greatest cities in North America. It's just a fun place to go and so cosmopolitan and yet so fun and uh, to, to, to not have that on, you know, on the tour right now, taking nothing away from Dunedin or Buffalo, they're not <laughs> Toronto. So. <laughs> yeah, I hear, nice. you on, I, I hear you on Buffalo. Uh, you know the thing that, that they kind of remind me of a little bit, and obviously it's a different sport, but they carry themselves a lot like how the Warriors did from the standpoint of Steph Curry, Klay Thompson. These guys grew up in NBA locker rooms. They grew up around NBA players. You know, these kids, Biggio and Bichette and Guerrero, same thing. They grew up in big league clubhouses. So they carry themselves in a different manner than most young players. You can notice that the way they kind of own it and strut around a little bit. Absolutely. I mean, I, I was around before Cabin was even born in Houston, you know, with and when he became the uh, second member of the Biggio growing family. Uh, you know, Dante stopped playing when Bo was three years old. And now, he, you know, now Dante gets a chance to watch his son grow into the kind of player he has a chance to be. And, I mean, you know, the Vlads are just it's just, a, you know, they are, you know, they're they're among the uh, elite. They're among the royalty out of the Dominican Republic, as they should be. And. Uh, and I think you see a, a genuine smile from uh, Vlad Jr. Uh, he certainly took it seriously with, you know, improving his body and improving, uh, you know, his health. And that allows him to be, you know, even more of a force for them other than just a guy that's going to swing the bat. He has a legitimate position that he's going to grow into at first base. You're right, Chris. I mean, they're, they're, a, they're a fun team. And um, they were they, they showed that again tonight. Now the A's have got to go out behind Mike Fires. Now Mike, you know, be – like he normally is at the Coliseum, go deep in the game and see if the A's can score some runs uh, against Ryu and take three out of four. Yeah, and, you know, if there's one guy who's owning the moment right now, what a stretch for Ramon Laureano. (laughs) Just absolutely incredible. You know the thing that I love most? I mean, you know, we're going to sit here and we're going to talk about uh, uh, what what Ramon is able to do in so many different ways, but his second at-bat, I was so happy to watch a guy – just hit a ground ball to second base. Beat the shift, and you got a base hit. Yeah, on a 3-2 pitch. And to me, stepping in in his first step bat and just digging that back foot in, and I'm ready to hit. You give me a pitch that I can do something with, I'm going to swing it. And that's something that the A's do talk about. It's okay to swing early in the count as long as you're going to take the kind of swing 
that can do some damage. And we've seen that on more than one occasion on this homestand alone where he's hit the ball out of the ballpark, swinging at the first pitch, and then do it in the first inning against a guy that's throwing 97. Like, bring it. I'm so confident right now. I see the ball. I, 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 everything just, it feels, you know, like my, you know, my favorite shirt, so to speak. You know, it doesn't feel like Mars. He's in there, and, and everything's working so well. And the other parts of his game are, are continuing to, you know, to evolve as he becomes more mature as well. He's, he's a guy that is going to get a lot of accolades before this year is said and done, and hopefully it's a part of, of a winning situation. Well, sad thing is no post-game interview tonight. I've gotten so used to with all these early wins. <laughs> I, I, I got used to throwing it to you and you covering a segment, and now I don't got it. Yeah, well, you know, Ken's at home and uh, kind of messed things up today. We'll try to get back on track tomorrow and get back to the, get back to the script that we all like so much. All right, sleep fast and have a safe ride home. All right, Tony, thanks. Vince Catronio, after this loss to the Blue Jays, 9-4, to four, giving up a five spot in the eighth inning. Ugh. The number, 833-625-2278. I want to come on tonight and, and talk about being the first team to 20 wins. That's what I was hoping for. But if you can take three out of four, that's all that matters now. Win the series. Your phone calls, Bob Melvin, all coming up next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real-time work session. Ring Central is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's Ring Central time. For a free trial, visit ringcentral.com. Ring Central. Communicate, collaborate, connect. This is Chris Townsend for the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. Great news. Our indoor dining is back along with our beautiful patio dining. Come taste our world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 83 years. The Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek has one of the most dynamic menus plus a full bar. Pot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget, we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. This is A's Clubhouse. And let's get out to the phones at 833-625-2278. Let's go to Greg in San Luis Obispo. Go ahead, Greg. Yo, Townie, what's cracking, brother? Uh, it was a rough uh, last two innings. Tough one to watch, man. You know, I feel so bad for Chris Bassett because, you know, he pitched so well and um, he's dealing, you know. And for two and a half games, we held that – Toronto Blue Jays offense down, you know, so it's really frustrating to kind of see that team get kickstarted going into tomorrow. You got a guy like Ryu on the mound who's nasty when he's healthy. Um, it, you know, it's just a shame. You know, I said a couple nights ago, and I'm going to reiterate it again. Lou Trevino is not that guy. He he just isn't. You know, um, am I saying we can't use him? Of course not. We, we you know there's a spot for Lou Trevino, but high leverage situations. He ain't no closer. Um, you look at his stat line tonight, and, and and pathetic is putting it nicely. You know, he recorded one out. You know, he walked the ninth-place hitter, who's basically a bench player. You know, a, a ton of earned runs, you know, three hits, walking everybody. It, it's just a, 
it's it's a crying shame to lose a game like that. Um, you know, the, 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 the closer role is a scary thing for the Oakland A's. I think it's got to be Diekman. I think Diekman is the closer. I think Bob Melvin should quit shuffling around and trying this guy here and trying that guy there. And, you know, he pitched Trevino back-to-back innings against Minnesota, and Buxton hit a, hit a ball off him that's probably still traveling. So I, I just think there's got to be a defined role, especially for a guy like Trevino, because, you know, he, he's just shown us time and time and time again that he's just not that guy to be trusted. If, if you say you trust Lou Trevino, you're either lying or, or you're delusional. <laughs> There's times I trust him, but as you saw tonight, um, you know, throwing uh, the, the, the fastest I saw for Lou was 95. And, you know, he, he throwing that cutter at 92 and hanging it and a dead straight fastball at 95, that's not going to – he didn't have good life on his pitches today. I understood what Bob was trying to do. He, he had the top of the order going to be coming up after the number nine hitter, and you're going to have a bunch of right-handed guys coming up. And he did that in game one, and it worked. It just didn't work this time. And once again, you walk the leadoff hitter, guess what? He's going to score. Well, not having, uh, you know, JB in there, too, that kind of hurts, obviously, you know, with him on the DL. And um, that's probably, like you said, a little bit of, of Melvin's thinking with, you know, it worked once, let's try to go to that well again. And, you know, like you said, it just didn't work out. I, I just think that, you know, it's amazing that we're right there at 20 wins. Like you said, I was hoping to get the 20th win tonight and be the first team in baseball. It's amazing to think that, that we're right there after how we started. And, you know, I just see that that hole in our team hanging over our head with Rosenthal on the DL. And I'm kind of with you, Townie. I'm not planning on seeing Rosenthal at all this year. If he does play, if he does get a jersey and he's found healthy, it's just an added bonus. It's like picking up a guy on the waiver wire or, you know, a, a kind of a late mid-season trade kind of deal. It's just an added bonus because I, I'm kind of with you. I don't think he's – there's a chance that he's not going to pitch this year. But I just see this kind of rearing its ugly head going forward, and it's got to be something that's figured out. We need a closer. You I mean – a, a great team's got to have that guy that's going to take the ball in the ninth that you can trust in a high-leverage situation. I think right now it's Diekman. I think Diekman's that guy. Well, I think you're going to be mixing and matching still. I, I, I'm i not really sure Diekman's that guy. You know, you don't have the typical type of closer. You had him, but he got hurt. So now everybody has to elevate up. You're going to need Lou Trevino. Whether 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 you feel secure with him or not, you're going to need him. He's one of your main arms. So right. I hopefully just chalk this up to didn't have your best stuff. You didn't feel great because usually he's throwing harder than that. And uh, he got touched up. I mean, so far this season, what, he's got five saves. I mean, it's the first. You're not going to go perfect with your, your, your bullpen. All year long. There's going to be times where your bullpen gives it up. Luckily, we haven't seen that, and tonight was the first night we see it. Yeah, but you look at Trevino's ERA, I mean, it's it's in the five range, so I get well, the five it's, saves. It's 4.15, but... 4. but still, yes, that's too high. Well, okay, let me ask you this, Tony. You know, again, I, I love your honest opinion. Do you like the, mix and, the kind of the, the, the mix and match in the ninth inning, or do you would you rather see just, hey, you know what? Give the ball to Trevino in the ninth, that's it. Give the ball to Deacon in the ninth, that's it. What You know, I don't like the mix and match personally. I'm not saying that, you know, Melvin's necessarily wrong or right because, you know, he's got a tough hand to play. You know, Rosenthal's out. What would you do, Townie? I would do what he's doing right now until we truly figure it out. 
until someone really establishes themselves as the guy. I don't know. These guys are not traditional closers. You're asking guys to do something that this is not, you know, they've always gotten the ball to the closer. So an injury is an injury. It's, you know, it's next man up. I mean, I, you spend $11 million on a closer and he got hurt. I mean, I I don't know what else Melvin would do. I think, I think uh, along the lines of pitching guys in the high leverage situations, it may not be in the ninth. It may be in the eighth. So I, I, I don't think there's one guy right now that you just say, you're the closer, you're pitching the ninth. I, I, I see you pitching when he needs you to get tough outs. And Lou and Diekman, as of right now, are going to be, whether you love it or not, it's just reality. That's what you got. I'm just scared that it's going to be one of those guys that's going to pitch them out instead of one of the guys just earning the spot. Like, you know what, Trevino's just, you know, on a cold streak and he keeps giving it up and the ERA is over five now. So now it's just got to be kind of Diekman by default. I, I don't want to see, you know, I'd rather see a guy take the ball and earn it than just to kind of mix and match. And you know what, it's kind of the guy that's going to, you know, kind of crap the bed, so to speak, that's going to go to the other guy. You know, I just, I don't, I don't like the mix and match again. I'm not, I'm not faulting Melvin for that because he's playing the hand that he's dealt. But if I'm sitting here right now, you know, Wednesday night, I'm saying it's got to be Deaton in the ninth going forward. That's my take, Townie. All right, buddy. Good call. Appreciate the phone call. Let's go to Ian in Irvine. Ian, you're on the A's Clubhouse show. Hey, thanks for taking the call. You know, I agree with the caller just now. To be honest, I kind of feel – in my gut, I, I trust Deepman more than Trevino in the ninth and in situations like this. But also, I kind of feel the problem with the bullpen is I think the circle of trust is just too small. I feel like Melvin's going to Petit, Deepman, Trevino, going to that well, you know, every time we've got a, you know, a small lead late in the game. And, you know, one of them was due for an outing like this. So I'd like to see him. You know, whether – I don't know if it's Romo. He, he's had a couple of bum outings, but, you know, I think in the past three or four outings he's looked good. I'd like to see him maybe give a chance to, you know, another pitcher outside of those three guys until we get reinforcements, until we get Birch Smith back, or, you know, who knows what A.J. Puck is going to contribute to the team this year. But do you see anybody else who could be relied on to step up into these higher leverage situations? Because right now I think the circle of trust is just too small. Well, you got Yasmero Petit, Sergio Romo's throwing the ball better, Guerra's throwing the ball well. I think there, there's there's a handful of guys down there that you're going to have to trust. I mean, that's just the reality. And when Delkin on the IL is a guy that I think Bob Melvin has some trust in. But you got what you got. And we, we can't overreact. I mean, they had been almost perfect going into this game. The bullpen had been absolutely fantastic. So there's going to be stinkers. That's just a reality. You're going to have games where you stink it up. And unfortunately, uh, this was a well-pitched game by both starters. Ray out there grunting and striking out nine and six. Bassett, seven innings, gave you seven. You like to think if your starter goes seven, you're going to win this game, especially for the A's, when a lot of their starters haven't gone deep. So it was great to see him. Uh, rebound after that first inning and go seven. But, you know, bullpen gave it up. It is what it is. Yeah, I mean, when you see Bassett, especially coming off Irvin's start last night, and then you see Bassett going to the seventh. I mean, they had the first couple blips in the first inning, but it was cruising after that. So, 
Yeah, like I said, I just had this gut feeling. I was even telling my brother today that I thought Trevino might be due for an outing like this, but I guess we can just hope that he gets all the bad mojo out of his system in this outing and hope for the best, you know, moving forward. Yeah, you know, we, we've been spoiled over the years. Appreciate the phone call. We've been spoiled. You know, a couple of years ago, Blake Trinan had one of the greatest years a closer has ever had. I mean, he was an all-star. It was, it was incredible the year he had. He was an unstoppable force, and then he lost it. And then Liam Hendricks stepped in, and Liam Hendricks was fantastic. So you've been used the past couple of years knowing you got the hammer at the end of the game down there in the bullpen, and it makes everybody else's job easier. Lou just didn't have it tonight. And, yeah, a 4.15 ERA for someone who you're, you're, you're wanting to close is, is – is, and it's still early, but that, that's high. I mean, look at your ERAs that you brought in today out of the bullpen. 4.15, 7.50, And you just can't throw Yasmero Petit every game. You'll run him into the ground. All right, the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show right here on A's Cast. Here's football legend Howie Long for Skechers ArchFit Shoes. Do you like comfort? Of course you do. Everyone does. But if you've never tried ArchFit Shoes from Skechers, you're missing out on next-level comfort. Saying you like comfort but not trying ArchFit is like saying you like Italian food but you've never tried pasta. You're missing out on the number one thing. Because with ArchFit, Skechers created a whole new kind of comfort. They teamed up with podiatrists who used over 20 years of data to create a shoe that provides total foot and arch support for all-day comfort. ArchFit distributes support across the arch no matter what foot type you have. You don't need an arch problem to love how they feel. And you say you have a passion for comfort but haven't tried them? That's like saying you're a sports fan but have never watched football. It makes no sense. So if you're the kind of person who claims to like comfort, stop what you're doing and try a pair of ArchFit exclusively from Skechers. Then you'll finally understand true comfort. See all the styles of comfortable machine-washable ArchFit shoes now at Skechers.com. Hey, I'm Andy. I've been popping up on your radio for a while, telling you about the men's grooming company I founded called Harry's. Unfortunately, I'm still not famous. Today, I want to talk to you about our most requested product ever, deodorant. Thousands of guys have called, emailed, and commented asking us to make it. Just like a lot of guys, I have problems with sweat and odor. For years, we've all used the same deodorants, even though we have different needs, and it was hard to find the right one for me. So we did something. We designed our deodorant and antiperspirant to deliver what guys care about most. Three levels of protection at different strengths for those who sweat a lot, or a little. All-day protection, four fresh signature scents, all for a fair price. We can't wait for you to try them. You can find our new line of Harry's deodorant and antiperspirant at harrys.com or in a store near you. Just head on over to the deodorant aisle or check them out today at harrys.com. Enjoy. Hope the Blue Jays don't pull some trick play because Simeon's really coming down the line. Hernandez is at it. And a bunt and a safety squeeze is on. Barehanded by Caleric. Throws home, throws wide, and in the scores Hernandez. Right on cue, Ray. The safety squeeze bunted right back to the mound by Biggio. They get their sixth run, and it is 6 3 Toronto. 
You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. That's right, it is the A's Clubhouse Show, the number 833-625-2278. Let's go to Adam in Las Vegas. Adam, how is Vegas doing tonight? Uh, Vegas is good. Thanks for having me on, Tony. Man, I got I. Last time we were in Vegas was when we went there when the A's took on the Indians. And it's hard yeah, to believe. No. It, it's hard to believe I haven't been to Vegas in that long. I mean, usually you got to go at least once or twice a year. And man, I miss it. Oh, absolutely! And now we got the Aviators down here too. I get to. Uh scout you know see that see the up-and-coming players coming up for the league so uh it's an exciting time down here in vegas but uh yeah rough rough one tonight huh? i mean really blew up in the eighth inning we just couldn't really find a find a way to get an out and uh i wanted to talk a little bit i know trevino struggled but our, our backup catcher austin allen i mean new guy handling the staff rookie too kind of seemed like he was struggling back there too what's your thoughts on him and uh and our backup role behind murph yeah, uh, with Garcia on the IL, and tonight um, a couple a couple pitches that maybe you want you definitely want to see him block and to help his pitcher out because when you're going for a strikeout and you're going to bust off a nasty breaking ball, there's a chance that it's going to be low and it's going to be in the dirt. And you know Dallas Braden talked about it a couple times on the broadcast tonight about uh, and so did Glenn Kuyper about there were some balls they thought he should have been able to block, but. You know, when, when you got your backup catcher on the IL, this guy comes in. I mean, the scouting report I got on him is from somebody I know at the Padres who they think he can be a Stephen Vogt type of player. And if that's the case, um, you'll like that. But, yeah, obviously tough where you're thinking you're starting your season tomorrow night in Las Vegas. Next thing you know, it's get on a Southwest flight and get here as soon as possible and, I mean, he knows the staff from spring training, but once again, he just got called up. So, um, I think yeah, he'll be no, okay long term. 100%. You know, it's tough for a young guy to, you know, come up uh, mentally and, and handle a staff, and especially a guy like Trevino with electric stuff, obviously, you know. But, um, but yeah, I mean, Foxy talks about Murph blocking those balls, and he, he makes his own stats category for that. And, you see it at the end of games there. It's, it's important. It's the little things that are going to win you ball games, especially in a 3-2 ball game where, you know, Bassett gives you another lengthy start. And, you know, we talked about Trevino coming into the ninth. I mean, maybe he's a little bit more mentally prepared for the ninth. He's more has that dog mentality. And, you know, he comes into the eighth, you know, as a setup guy, hoping, hopefully getting in Diekman, who Diekman breathed through last night, those, those three hitters. So, I mean, I was excited or hope, hoping that he would get the ball, you know, in the ninth with the lead because, I mean, righty-lefty matchup, even the stats on Diekman, I mean, he can go up against anybody. He's a funky guy coming left, you know, left side, three-fourths. I mean, he, he's just he's a good matchup against anybody. No hitter wants to face that guy. No, that breaking ball too, yeah. And he comes across his body like you said. Yeah, he's nasty and he throws hard. Um, oh, yeah. He's going to get a lot of opportunities. I mean, we just have to realize that, you know, every once in a while, this can't happen all the time, but every once in a while, you know, the bullpen is is going to give it up. And that that's always the thing about the more relievers that you use, the odds are one of them is going to have an off night. That's why old school is, you know, this is my game, my ball. I'm not coming out, and I'll throw 130. I'll throw 140 pitches. 
You know, now we're so terrified of the 100 pitch mark, uh, pitch mark that it's just I was actually texting today with a certain doctor, and I said, where did they come up with this? Like, like how did they, how did they get to 100? Like, why is it not 95, or why is it not 110? Why did they say 100 pitches, oh, my God, you got to get them out? Like, Bassett tonight threw 90 pitches. Why can't he throw 115? You know, if he comes out and pitches a, an eighth, and get you into the ninth. Maybe you just got to Deekman right there. I I don't know. I don't know why we're. I got. I'm going to ask David Force this on Friday, um, because there's no science out there that says, hey, you don't want guys going over 100 pitches. There's no science to that. There's no. You know, wh- is it 90? Is it 95? Is it 110? Is it? I mean, I don't. I, I'd like to see some type of evidence that says why I can't have my pitchers go more than 100 pitches. Growing up playing ball, you know, I, I'm I'm only 26, and you know, I played in little league and club ball where we do have a pitch cap of, you know, 85 is is the limit, and you're done, you know, at 12 years old in a game. I don't know if it's stemming from that. I mean, obviously, we got grown men playing baseball. We're all full grown out here. There's no obviously growing pains or anything. So, I mean, going over 100 pitches, it seems like it's, it, you know, it's, it, that should be a thing. You know, it shouldn't be. 90 to 100, oh, and this guy's in the groove, we're, we're thinking about taking him out, you know? That just can't be a thing. But, uh, but you know, I think they really bounce back. I think Fires, like you said, you know, he's going to come back. All he does is win at the Coliseum, right? We got a day game in Oakland. I think they bounce back. But that's a potent lineup over there in, in, in Toronto. They got a bright future. I know you guys are hyping them up. I'm going to hype them up a little bit, too, because they got – some young studs over there. And, and how about Robbie Ray pumping 98 today? I, I've never seen that guy throw over 93, 94. I mean, usually a summer, but, you know, he has some gas tonight too. Tip the cap to him. Well, he, he, he's he been riding that four-seam fastball, and it's been one of the best four-seam fastballs in all the business. By the way, speaking of Vegas, tomorrow the Aviators have their opening day. We just had Fran Reardon on the program. You can check out athletics.com slash A'scast to hear the entire interview. But we're going to actually air the Aviators game tomorrow night on A's cast. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah, I'm going to be there, too. And I, I, I hope to, you know, see some young studs, some young arms that can hopefully come up and make a difference for this for this bullpen. You know, maybe we, we get a guy that, you know, is a midseason young stud who's, you know, thrown to him like Grant Holmes or, or you know, uh, the, the guy from the Yankees that we got in a trade, Kafferlin, I think is his name. You, know, you never know who's going to step up, you know, yeah. so – Hopefully that happens as well. We got studs in the in the farm system as usual, and the A's they're known for pitching, and they they breed these guys, you know, coming up through farm system. They know how to pitch, and uh, you know, Corbin's another guy who you see these guys just find lefties who you know don't have electric stuff, but know how to pitch, man. Know how to pitch backwards. Know how to change speeds. Um, you know, Tommy Malone, Brad Anderson, obviously Dallas Braden. You know, even though he wasn't a part of a lot of the winning teams, he. Those are guys that know how to pitch, and that's fun to watch for me. You know, that, that's what I love. So uh, even Bassett doing it tonight again, you know, really pitching backwards, working in and out, um, just fun to watch. But hopefully bounce back tomorrow and uh, hopefully a big uh, big offensive game as well so we don't got to sweat these, uh, these nail biters. Yeah, enjoy that game tomorrow night. Yeah, appreciate you, Tony. Thanks Take for having care. me on. Yeah, so that's a little programming note for you. The commander hooked that up with the Italian Stallion, Joey. And it will be cool. 
as Fran Reardon and the boys start. And, you know, we talked to Fran, and, you know, really for everybody, it's just not for the players. I mean, think about this. If you're a minor league manager, if you're a minor league coach, I mean, you've had it taken away from you too. And, and, you know, the alternate side is what it is. But that's not what you want. You want to be managing. You want to be coaching. So those guys are – they're getting theirs back too, which is going to be nice. You know, and, and, and Fran had a very good perspective on it to where he said, you know what, it's awful for these guys that they, so many of them, because even if you're at the alternate site, you're, you're it, what, what are we talking about? It's, it's, it's a scrimmage. Yeah, you can work on your skills, and there's a lot of teaching, and you can get better, but you're, you're not playing in real games against other teams. I mean, it's been 18 months for these guys who weren't even at the alternate site. They haven't played a game in 18 months. It's, it's just great that we're getting them back on the field and these young men who have earned the right to try and be a big league baseball player. I mean, everybody's got a puncher's chance. You never know. There's great stories all the time about guys that weren't drafted, guys who play independent ball that somehow make it to the big leagues. But just to get all these guys back, and having them play the sport that they love and allow them to earn a living and, and try and try and compete. So we're going to have – so we got the day game tomorrow, and then we're not going to have A's cast live, and we're going we're gonna to take the broadcast of the Las Vegas Aviators. And Fran told us it'll be, it'll be a fun listen because they're going to have like 50% capacity. And they draw really, really well down there. They pack the house every night. And they had a a historically good team down in Vegas in 2019. And that town, I'm telling you right now, Vegas, Vegas is going to get a big league club. There's no question in my mind. Because the NHL is killing it there. The Raiders immediately sold out, even though they didn't have fans because of COVID. Vegas just grows every day. Vegas and Henderson and that population just continues to grow and grow and grow and they love sports because they were denied it for all those years because of gambling. Everybody was, oh, they're going to get, I mean, if the NBA is going to expand, I guarantee they're going to go to Vegas. If baseball is going to expand, they're going to Vegas. Vegas is hot. And all you need to do if you're like the commissioner of baseball is look how well the AAA draws. I'm telling you right now, you put a retractable roof, make a beautiful ballpark, kind of have it open on the sides like like Seattle has it, and have the retractable roof so when it's like, you know, as Korak says, it's what, 115 in the summertime? He lives down there. You know, it's like 115. I've, I've been to Vegas when it's been like 120. It's You don't leave the casino. But, yeah, it could be awesome. I tell you what, the Raiders stadium is incredible. All righty, we're going to be leaving some of our radio stations. If you want to continue to hear the A's Clubhouse show, you go to athletics.com slash A's cast, or you download the iHeartRadio app, and you can listen there too. Athletics.com slash A's cast or iHeartRadio app. 
A's with the loss, 9-4. to four. You'll hear Bob Melvin, and we got Bassett, and we got Trevino, all coming up next. No matter what's ahead, you count on family. And Northern California families count on Honda. Fuel efficient with high-tech safety features like Honda Sensing and Apple CarPlay. Plus legendary dependability you can pass down from one generation to the next. Right now, get an exceptional deal on a new Accord at your Northern California Honda dealer or NorCalHondaDealers.com. Around here, people count on two things, family and Honda. Ask anyone who owns a Honda. Driven, determined, resilient. Cal State East Bay students are today's creative thinkers and tomorrow's workforce for the region. Cal State East Bay is recognized as one of the most transformative college experiences nationwide, educating the new generation that questions the status quo and works together to find meaningful solutions. Apply today for our degree and certificate programs. We are not just a university, we are a community. Find yourself here at csueastbay.edu. Francis Ford Coppola Winery is home to wine, food, and adventure. Located just 90 minutes north of Oakland, we invite you to sip through award-winning wines like Diamond Collection Claret and enjoy the magic of Sonoma County in a family-friendly atmosphere known for its superior level of quality and integrity. Book a tasting and learn more at FrancisFordCoppolaWinery.com. Please drink responsibly. 2021 Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Geyserville, Sonoma County, California. A's fans, let's continue to do our part in stopping the spread of COVID-19. Be sure to wear a mask when you leave the house, maintain social distancing, and wash your hands frequently. Visit athletics.com resources for additional resources and information on COVID-19. Please stay safe. That's athletics.com resources. Swings and drives one. listening to A's cast. And now the 0-1 pitch on the way. is swung on and drilled to left. Way back. Gisprevsky will turn and watch and the A's have tied it up on a ninth inning grand slam by Steven Piscotti. This is the A's clubhouse show. And the pitch is driven toward deep right center field on the run. Grichik toward the wall. Takes a look and it will go. Got to be careful. Ramon Laureano flexing his muscles yet again. He's homered in four of his last five games. It's number seven on the year. And quickly the A's get one back. They trail two to one. All right. We got to do this guy justice. So you just heard Vince there say four home runs in five games. May It's early May. But he's hitting 400 in May and scored six runs and six RBIs. The seven home runs in 29 games, just to kind of give you an idea, he had six last year in about 54, 55 games. So he's really turning it on. And another one that's good to see is Matt Chapman. Still some strikeouts. I'd like to see him cut down on that. But 
He homered today, extending his hitting streak to eight games. During that time, he's hitting 345. You know, so here we're in the second month. You know, Matt Olson has been a stud. Mark Canna has been a stud. All he does is get on base. He didn't get on base tonight, but, I mean, he's just been incredible as a leadoff hitter. Even his old pal, Marcus Simeon, who we had on A's Cast Live earlier today, was talking about how good Mark has been at the leadoff spot. I mean, you think of how much baseball those guys have played together. I mean, essentially, you know, all of Canna's time in Oakland was with Marcus, and they played college ball together at Cal. I mean, these guys have... These guys have been playing and been buddies for a long, long time. Uh, Jed Lowry has been a godsend. So, you know, as, as you start rolling along in the season, hopefully you all, you all start gelling together and making the lineup deep. But, you know, to see Chapman hitting 345 during his streak, that is good to see. And, yes, it's the first blown save of the year. Okay. It's going to happen. But now you get back up on the horse, win tomorrow, and then I'm coming on after the game going, hey, mission accomplished. Three out of four. That's what it's all about, winning series. Just just keep being uh, consistent month after month after month, and you'll get to that 100-win mark. Let's hear from Bob Melvin with the media after the game. We can get started with Matt Kalahar. Hi, Bob. Um, Trevino has been pretty consistent for you uh, over the early season. What, what did you see? It just got some hits off him. I mean, it happens sometimes. They got a pretty good hitting lineup that we've held down for a while, and they ended up having a big inning. Was there uh, – Bassett was at 90 pitches, I think, after the seventh. Was there any consideration of sending him back out? No. We've we've won a lot of games doing it the way we were about to do it. I think it's a, might be our first uh, blown save and or lost a game after we had a lead. I think after maybe the seventh inning. So no, there was no consideration for that. Martin Gallegos. Hey Bob, um, what did you just think of Chris and his ability to bounce back from that first and just? I mean, I think he retired twenty of twenty one batters after that. Was pretty no doubt. He was fantastic after that. And he can frustrate you a little bit. You know, the Sun played a, a role in the first inning. And, you know, next thing you know, you got a couple of runs on on you and, and you don't give up anything after that. So, you know, he's come a long way as a, not only as a pitcher, but, you know, understanding you can't let one, one inning beat you and put it away, put it to bed and go out there and do your thing. And that's exactly what he did. Have you noticed the slider making him a different pitcher this year, just using it more? I, it's a different weapon for him, yeah. I mean, it's different arm angle, too. He'll throw some fastballs down there as well. So you're always trying to get a little bit better and add something to your arsenal, and I think that's helped him this year. We'll go to Jess Kleinschmidt. Hey, Bob. Hope you're not sick of talking about Ramon, um, but he just remains a bright spot in your lineup. Uh, is there anything he can't do, and what are your thoughts on on his consistency? No, I mean, he's been fantastic basically the entire season. So, you know, whether it's power, hitting the ball the other way, you know, that's that's really kind of maturing as a hitter when you're able to hit the ball the other way. You got a shift on you, you hit a ball in a hole at second base, kind of take what they give you. So, yeah, he's uh, he's been 
consistent the entire year and just, you know, works to get better and better. And my guess is he's got more room to grow. I was going to ask, is, I know he's got more room to grow. Is he still kind of annoying you with a bunch of questions constantly? Well, I mean, he's not an, I, I kid about that. He's, yeah. he's, he's, he has a thirst for baseball knowledge and it's not just me, it's everybody. So he'll pick the brains of guys on other teams and, you know, just, just wants a lot of knowledge and, uh, you know, you have to admire that. Let's go back to Matt Kawahara. So um, how did you feel uh, Austin Allen fared tonight? Just uh, having that break for a bit. Say again, I didn't hear you. I was just wondering how you felt uh, Austin Allen fared tonight, especially defensively. Yeah, the runner thrown out and then a couple of wild pitches. Yeah, threw a, threw a runner out. And then, you know, the obviously the one gets through you. You know, the the you know, a sinker down from Lou hasn't caught him probably in a while. Maybe had something to do with that. Lou's got pretty good movement. So, uh, you know, just first getting back here with us. And, you know, sometimes those things happen. Let's go to Jerry McDonald. Yeah, the uh, the, the ground ball single by Semi was, was the second batter for Trevino. With the first was a number nine hitter, and he walked him. And then to kind of set the table, is that, is that the one he, he kicks himself over, you think? He just had a, just had a tough inning. You know, he's been really good all year, just had a tough inning. So, you know, you start out with a walk, that's not ideal. He didn't mean to do it, you know, just and didn't locate as well as he has all year. Yeah, I mean, you, you walk the leadoff batter. What happens? He's going to score. That's how it works. <laughs> it's always been that way. Walks are death. That's why the A's pitching staff, and why they've rebounded is because how many times are, are you are you I mean if you keep score, how many times are you looking at how many walks the staff is giving up in a game? Forget just the starter, the entire staff. Chris Bassett tonight, how many walks did he have? Zero. Cole Irvin last night, one. The start before that, Frankie Montas, one. Shamanaya, the start before that, zero. I don't want to go over Jesus Lazardo. We'll skip over that. I mean, do you see what I'm saying? I mean, I could just go down the line. You know, here's another Bassett start. Six innings, only one walk. Cole Irvin, another six innings, only one walk. I'm just going back. I mean, it's just don't walk anybody. Don't give, don't give away 90 feet. Protect. Protect that 90 feet. Cherish that 90 feet. Throw strikes. Use this great defense behind you. But when you're the type of pitcher that when you come in, you're trying to strike everybody out, it can kind of bite you in the, in the you-know-what. But walking somebody right out of the gate when you got a lead is just, uh-oh. Because now all of a sudden, they're ba- you walk the number nine guy to now get to Simeon, Bichette, Guerrero, Hernandez. Like, that's that's no bueno. That's not, that's, a lot of times, you are not going to get away with that. That's just a reality. I mean, you got to, the, the, these guys can play. We already know how good Marcus is. Come on. And this Bichette kid and Guerrero, Guerrero's a monster. For being for being so young, 
I mean, he was two for four tonight, two RBIs, two runs scored. He's hitting 347 with a 1,106 OPS. Is that any good? I mean, at some point, I know their ownership has cash. Rogers, it's cable or whatever, and I guess they've made money during the pandemic. But at some point, you're going to need to ink all these young kids up. And Guerrero, I wanted to look it up. I thought he was 23. He's 22 years old. 22 years old. He seems to have a, a, a better idea of the strike zone than his dad, but it didn't really matter where you threw it. Dad could hit it. You could throw it at his nose. You could throw it at his toes. I remember one time when he was with the Angels, Vladimir Guerrero, the ball hit the ground and came up, and he still hit it for a base hit. He's ama- He was amazing. Vladimir Guerrero was I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. He was amazing. But this kid right here, wow. I mean, wow. And I'm so happy that he took ownership with his body. Your body is your career. And the fact that he went out and got and, and lost all that weight, you know, because you're kind of looking around going, is this going to be a Pablo Sandoval situation? To a, a point to where you get so heavy, you can't play defense, it messes with your swing. And because Pablo never owned it, Pablo got paid. But, you know, I, I, I think deep down, if you went to Pablo and, and talked about, you know, you leave San Francisco for Boston, and Boston just says, get him out of here. We'll just write the check, get him out of here. That's embarrassing. You know, I, I used to – I'm not going to mention the name because he's been very polarizing lately. Um, but I used to do a talk show with a guy who won two World Series with the Giants. And they all tried to talk to Pablo. And he told me that Pablo would beat up the post-game spread after the game, and then he'd go out, and and he'd eat more. You wonder how he got so big? And that's where this kid was trending. But he's too good for that. And so that's why I'm happy. I, you know... You know, I'm pro green and gold, obviously, but I'm also a baseball fan, and I think this kid can be something. As much as we look at at, at Bichette and we look at Biggio, this kid has the ability to literally win multiple MVP titles. I mean, that's how good this Guerrero kid is. Stick him at first base, stay in shape, and just let him rake. And who knows? Maybe just, I mean, he's 22. Look at the stuff he's doing at 22 years old. Once again, I thought he was 23. But you start looking at, you start looking at his career, his young career. He already has, you know, 31 home. Remember, he only got a 20 game, he only got a, you know, a 60 game season last year. But he's already off to 31 home runs, 124 RBIs, a career 821 OPS and he's just 22, he's not even sniffing his prime. This guy's going to have the ability to join his dad in Cooperstown, New York, 
knock on wood, he stays healthy. Keeps the weight off, stays healthy. He's 22. These guys want to play till their late 30s, if not their 40s. Can you imagine what his numbers are going to be? 500-plus home runs, 1,500-plus RBIs. He's going to be one of these guys. A father and son duo in the Baseball Hall of Fame? That would be amazing. He's going to have an opportunity. How about that ball he hit over Canna's head tonight? He hits the ball so hard. Hey, here's a good thing, Ace fans. You only got to see him a couple times, and then don't see him again. Maybe in the postseason, I don't know. But these guys are going to be this 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 American League East. Tampa's always going to be tough. Baltimore is starting to show signs. You know, in this division that's been you know dominated by the Yankees. I mean, look at what J.D. Martinez and the Red Sox are doing. You could have some stiff competition as everybody, oh, the National League East is going to be so great and everybody stinks. Uh, the American League East, next couple of years could be really interesting. And it may just not all be New York Yankees. Coming up next, we're going to hear from Chris Bassett. We're going to hear from Lou Trevino. A's with the loss to the Toronto Blue Jays, 9-4, to four, but they still have a chance to win the series tomorrow and take three out of four from what we like to coin them as the Baby Jays. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show right here on A's Cast. Brazilian. Cal State East Bay students are today's creative thinkers and tomorrow's workforce for the region. Cal State East Bay is recognized as one of the most transformative college experiences nationwide, educating the new generation that questions the status quo and works together to find meaningful solutions. Apply today for our degree and certificate programs. We are not just a university, we are a community. Find yourself here at csueastbay.edu. This is Chris Townsend for the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. Great news. Our indoor dining is back, along with our beautiful patio dining. Come taste our world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 83 years. The Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek has one of the most dynamic menus, plus a full bar. Pot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget, we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. Hi, I'm Brooke Burke, and I have a question for you. Do you ever consider just how important your feet are? They're quite literally the foundation of your body, and if you don't take care of them, you're asking for problems. That's why I wear Skechers' new ArchFit shoes. Skechers teamed up with podiatrists to make a shoe that provides total foot and arch support. They used 20 years of data to design a podiatrist-certified insole that distributes support across the arch, no matter what foot type you have. Plus, Skechers' ArchFit provides extreme comfort. In fact, these just might be the most comfortable Skechers I've ever worn. Whether I'm walking or standing, they feel like a dream. Just try them on and you'll feel the instant difference. So if foot care is as important to you as it is to me, check out Skechers ArchFit. They're podiatrist certified, they're comfortable, and they look great. Because when it comes to preserving my body, I know Skechers has my back and my feet. Get the support you need with Skechers new ArchFit at a Skechers store near you, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish shoes are sold. 
Tired of searching for sports updates in different places? The Xfinity Sports Zone gives you the ultimate sports hub experience, where you can find games, news, and highlights all in one place right on your TV. Follow the teams you love across your favorite sports. You can even use the voice remote to access stats and scores. With the Xfinity Sports Zone, everybody wins. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service with X1. In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real-time work session. Ring Central is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's Ring Central time. For a free trial, visit ringcentral.com. Ring Central. Communicate, collaborate, connect. Remember your kid's first bike ride? You were filled with pride and terror. Now she's 16 on her first solo drive, but this time in a Honda Civic, packed with Honda Sensing safety features and Apple CarPlay so she can check in. Just like we agreed, right, young lady? Right now, Get a great deal on a new Civic at your Northern California Honda dealer or NorCalHondaDealers.com. Honda is family. Ask anyone who owns a Honda. You and Buddy are enjoying your walk when... Yeah, I smell that too. <laughs> I know, don't blame it on the dog. I hear that hissing too. Maybe it's a cat. No, dude. A sulfur-like odor and hissing can be signs of a natural gas leak. Natural gas lines can be buried anywhere. If you suspect a leak, leave immediately and call 911 and Southwest Gas. Thanks, deep voice narrator. You're welcome, dude. You too, buddy. Hey A's fans, summer is finally here, and that means home improvement projects. Still thinking about replacing your old windows? Consider beautiful, energy-efficient windows from Milgard. Let our team of experts help you turn your house into your dream home. Explore the door and window showrooms at Ashby Lumber in Berkeley and Concord today. Use code word A's fan and receive a special discount on your beautiful, energy-efficient windows and patio doors by Milgard at Ashby Lumber. Learn more at ashbylumber.com or visit our stores in Berkeley and Concord. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. A's fans, there is no better way to stay in touch with the A's and even our players than following us on social media. Just head over to athletics.com slash social. That's athletics.com slash social for a full list of our social coverage from player accounts to Twitter handles and more. Now is the time to stay in touch. Head over to athletics.com slash social. That's athletics.com slash social today. This kid's got a great breaking ball, so if he ever has trouble with his fastball and missing it, he can always throw that to get himself down on the zone. That's a line drive towards left center field. Does it have enough? Yes, it does. A solo home run for Matt Chapman on a two-strike pitch. A bullet to left center field, giving him his fifth home run of the season and, more importantly, tie this game at 2-2 two to two here in the fourth inning. You are listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Oh, give me some Ray Fossey doing play-by-play. Are you kidding me? That's awesome. Who's going tomorrow, Robert? Do we even know? Are they still figuring it out? To be determined? We know Oh, Ryu's going tomorrow for sure? 
All right, Fires Ryu, that's a good matchup. Since I just brought that up, now it's time to see what's on deck, presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. Yeah, so tomorrow, it's going to be early, boy. It's going to be a 12:40 first pitch. That means we'll have A's total. It's actually a 1237. 1237. Uh, so I'll be on at a at 1137. Yeah, because the game notes still just have fires. They don't have Ryu on there. So fires against Ryu, 1237. We'll have A's total access at 1137. A little day baseball. Doesn't get any better than that. And then sit back, relax. Turn on A's cast, and you can listen to the Aviators' home opener. So happy for those guys to be back in business. You know, today when we were doing the farm report, being able to talk about the games, double A, high A, low A, these young men getting their careers back. And I just, I mean, I cross my fingers that they're going to be able to be smart and stay safe and get their season in. Because we're still dealing with the pandemic. And I know people are being vaccinated. I just, you know, they don't have the um, the luxury that the big leaguers have in, like, A-ball and low-A. It's still going to be bussing. It is what it is. All right, Chris Bassett tonight. I thought was fantastic. Gave up too early on four straight hits, and you're thinking, oh, boy, is it is the guy's head swimming? No. He rebounded, sucked it up, pitched seven innings, struck out seven, and only gave up two. You know, I had a conversation with Chris one time about, you know, what's so tough nowadays is, like, they want you to have this mentality that you can take this thing to the house. That's how you're trained as a starting pitcher. This is your game. No one trains a starting pitcher mentally by saying, hey, just go five and then we're taking you out. And Chris talked about how, you know, there's mixed messages going on here. You claim you want me to go deep, but yet you pull me early all the time. Yes, I want you to have the mentality of a guy that can go the distance and win this thing, but yet I'm always going to take you out when you're around 100 pitches and you can be out in the you can be out in the sixth, you can be out in the fifth. I mean, he went seven innings tonight and had 90 pitches. I mean, he you know he's gone through spring training. He's had multiple starts now. He's 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 ready to go. Why does he not go out for the eighth? Well, in modern baseball, we're all freaked out about this number, 100. Something I'm going to ask David Forrest on Friday. Like, why are we freaked out about 100? Why is it 100? You know, we hear a lot in our world right now, trust the science. Well, where's the science? Where's the science that says, hey, man, guy's got 90 pitches, he's got to get out. What? What? 
I mean, there's a reason why no one's going 200 innings anymore. Because it's five and dive. Speaking of that, like Otani tonight. Finally was able to get in a game. I think he went five innings. He walked like six guys. I mean, it's like six-man rotation. What good is a guy that goes five innings every six days? Every six days, you're going to give me five innings. Gee, thanks. All right, Chris Bassett was fantastic tonight. Here he is with the media after the game. Hi, Chris. We can get started with Matt Kawahara. Hi, Chris. Um, what was the uh, – it seemed like in the first inning they were just able to string some hits together there, and after that it was pretty clean. Was, was there anything that you um, maybe changed up after after the first, or uh, did they just kind of jump there? No, I mean, it was just uh, more so just that sunball kind of thing just pissed me off, so I was overthrown a little bit, and that was literally it. I mean, I kind of acted like a 12-year-old out there. Go to Jess Kleinschmidt. Uh, kind of an awkward question to come off of that, but um, I notice a lot of pitchers will pick your brain, like Lou and Bob, like spoke your praises, and you're consistent. And in my opinion, that kind of feels like some leadership responsibilities. Do you feel like you've kind of taken on some of that leadership role with this team? Yeah, I mean, I just I think uh, the entire starting staff just does a great job. Um, just competing, whatever you got that day, compete, um, leave it all out there and that's it. And I, I just try to be that example. That's all. I mean, I don't, I don't try to do too much. I don't try to talk analytics or stuff like that. I just think mentally just go after, go after the hitters. Um, and whatever you got that day, just be your best that day. And like I said, that's what I try to do. Go to Martin Gallegos. Um, how much do you feel like you've changed as a pitcher, if at all, um, just being able to throw that slider more for strikes and, and generating more more swings on it? Yeah, I, I think it's a, it's a big weapon for me. Um, I know Emo and I have had a million conversations about my curveball and the lack of chasing that hitters have done in the past. And I know my arm slot's different on it. I know my arm slot's a lot higher than basically any other pitch that I have. Um, and then not only that, I think I think hitters can kind of see the ball kind of pop out of my hand because I don't really throw many balls that go straight vertical. So, I mean, we've been trying for freaking years to try to throw a slider. And um, I'm not a huge spin guy. I don't spin the ball well. Um, but I'm able – I know how to take velo off of pitches. So once we kind of figured that out, I think it's more so just trying to mimic my, my uh, sinker arm slot. And I think we've done a really good job at that. Go back to Matt Kawahara. Apparently it had been since, uh, since 2019 that, um, that you guys had a, a lead after six innings and, and um, didn't end up winning the game. Just from, from a starting pitcher's perspective, uh, is it unusual a little bit just to, to – kind of have a lead late in the innings and just not come away with that win? Yeah, I mean, things happen. It's, it's, it's unfortunate, obviously, happened tonight. Um, but I think that's also a testament to how great our bullpen is. Um, I, again, I mean, you chalk it up, it happens. It's going to happen hopefully very few more times throughout the year. But uh, it happens. It's baseball. Everyone has a bad night. So, I mean – 
I fully tomorrow. I still fully trust Lou and Deke and I mean, our back end of our bullpen. I mean, if I ever get pulled and I see those guys coming in, I'm, I'm not mad one bit. I'll tell you that. Jerry McDonald. In the uh, sort of the, the COVID environment, it's real easy for, for players to sort of avoid the media if they want to after a game. But Lou sat here, took responsibility, he said he took responsibility. I don't know, it just seems like a pretty mature thing and a pretty solid thing for him to do. Does that surprise you at all? Or if the bullpen all have that kind of makeup? Yeah, I mean, no, that, that doesn't surprise me at all. Um, our bullpen is... I mean, a bunch of dogs, man. I mean, I, it's it's really easy to come up here when you're doing really good and talk to the media and have fun and look at me kind of thing. But it, it takes a it takes a real man to kind of sit there and just take questions when you have a bad night. So obviously, hats off to Lou for doing that. Um, I didn't know he did that, but uh, yeah, I mean. I mean, if you if you're gonna like the attention when you're doing going well, you better uh, accept the attention when you're not. That is one hundred percent true. It's called accountability. Some guys run from it. It's maturity. You own it when you're going good, and you own it when you're not. Like, we just had Elvis Andrus on A's Cast Live, and I had to ask him about his offense. And he owned it. You have to. But you're, you own it when you're going well, too. I mean, it was a tough night for Lou. But this team needs him. Don't kid yourself. I know people are a little harsh on him with the calls, but... This team needs him. There's no question about it. Here's Lou Trevino with the media after the game. Get started with Matt Kawahara. Bob was just saying it seemed like the, they were able to put some good swings on you there in the eighth inning, but uh, was there anything that you can pinpoint there to uh, to how that inning unfolded? I just didn't execute pitches. You know, uh, Bass threw a fantastic game. Uh, I thought uh, we played really good baseball, and then I just kind of crapped the bed. You know, just not not my day, and – I got to forget about it. We'll go to Martin Gallegos. Hey, Lou. Um, obviously, it's been kind of a long stretch here. Um, is there any fatigue there at all, or is it just a bad night? It's a bad night. Uh, like I said, didn't execute, and they're a good hitting team. You need to execute. So, you know, that's, you know. Let's go back to Matt Kawahara. You mentioned Bassett's outing. Just wondering uh, what your view of um, kind of just how he rebounded after the first inning where they were all those string, uh, strings and hits together. I mean, the guy, the guy's a, a first-class starter. I mean, he's, you know, he's he's a, he's everything you want in, in, in a starter. Yeah, to 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 give up two two runs in the in the beginning of the uh, the game, and then to dominate like he did it was just it was, it was fun to watch, and it's just you know a little little disappointing. I couldn't uh, bring home the W, but. Jerry McDonald. Yeah, Lou, what, what, what is the key to putting this aside and to 
is the is the walk to the to number nine here to lead off the inning? Is that the thing that's going to the bother you the most about the inning, or the hits afterwards? Uh, I mean, the whole thing. Like, <laughs> and you, you got that right. Like, you know, you, you don't you don't go in there and then walk to the, the first guy and expect good things to happen. You know, it's just. But baseball, it's a, it's a long, it's a long year. Obviously, I don't want to give up a five spot. You know, it's a it's a tough hole to dig out of. But it, but again, it's just it's more disappointing that we had that we had that game. I thought locked up and 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 our offense was swinging the ball really well. It's just you know it's something that I, I have to I have to put put behind me and continue to to compete out there and and uh, and start you know just just kind of you got to forget about it. And that really is the great thing about baseball. You got a game the next day. You know, in other sports, you know, they, they're trying to get away from any type of back-to-back in the NBA or the NHL. Football's once a week. You, gotta, you have a bad performance in the NFL. You got to wear that for a week. A week. Baseball, back on the horse tomorrow. Lou could get the ball tomorrow. Go out there and blow people away, and then you move forward. That's you know that that is one of the truly great things about baseball is that you turn the page really, really, really fast. By the way, I didn't know this. Happy birthday! Happy ninetieth birthday to Willie Mays. I didn't realize today was Willie Mays's birthday. Truly one of the great players. My my grandfather, late in his career, played for the New York Giants and played with Willie Mays. Willie Mays, 90. You know, there's I talk about it all the time. There's Hall of Famers, and then there's the Hall of Famers. And Willie Mays is one of those guys. If you're going to have a discussion of who the greatest player of all time is, I'm telling you right now, he's in the discussion. I think it's too tough to to say just one guy because, you know, eras are different and everything. But if you're going to have a conversation, Babe Ruth's going to be in there. Willie Mays and Hank Aaron, Ted Williams, Mickey Mantle. I mean, steroids or not, you got to put Bonds in there. I mean, when you think of the truly the greatest player, Ricky Henderson, you think of the greatest players of all time, I mean, no one's touched home plate more than Ricky Henderson. And we're not even talking about pitchers. But Willie Mays, 90 years old, good for him. And Willie's the type of guy, too, that uh, I haven't been to giant spring training in so long. I can't even remember the last time I was there in Scottsdale. But, you know, you would go in there to the clubhouse – you know, you go over there trying to get some interviews, pregame stuff, and Willie'd be sitting there, and, you know, what a resource. You know, Willie Mays hanging out in your clubhouse? Truly one of the great players of all time. Happy birthday, Willie. All righty, that is going to do it for the A's Clubhouse Show. Once again, 1237 first pitch tomorrow. We'll have A's total access right here on A's Cast. At a, we'll be here at 11.37. I can't remember. Did Cody tell you what we're doing tomorrow? Robert? Can't remember. It'll be good, I guarantee it. 
what we'll have for you in the A's Clubhouse Show. Plus, don't forget, after the game, tomorrow night, Aviators Home Opener. We'll be airing it right here on A's Cast. Have a great night, everybody. Tired of searching for sports updates in different places? The Xfinity Sports Zone gives you the ultimate sports hub experience where you can find games, news, and highlights all in one place right on your TV. Follow the teams you love across your favorite sports. You can even use the voice remote to access stats and scores. With the Xfinity Sports Zone, everybody wins. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service with X1. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is a national brand with family-owned prices and service. You can shop at one of their Bay Area locations, and all stores are sanitized and safe. Or you can navigate their easy-to-use website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland, and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly. Cookies and milk. Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't. Because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit kp.org today. No matter what's ahead, you count on family. And Northern California families count on Honda. Fuel efficient with high-tech safety features like Honda Sensing and Apple CarPlay. Plus legendary dependability you can pass down from one generation to the next. Right now, get an exceptional deal on a new Accord at your Northern California Honda dealer or NorCalHondaDealers.com. Around here, people count on two things, family and Honda. Ask anyone who owns a Honda. Miss out on Clean Car Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. If your car could use a spring cleaning, stop by for great deals on everything you need to keep your car looking new. Like Mother's California Gold Wash and Wax, just $4.99 for a 64-ounce bottle. That's a $6 savings. Visit the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts today or OReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Looking to stay up to date on all things A's? Head over to athletics.com slash A's cast. That's athletics.com slash A's cast to listen to A's baseball and full 24-7 coverage of the A's only on A's cast. With a single click, you can stream great shows, live pre and post game coverage, and of course, all the great action of the A's this season. Head to athletics.com slash A's cast today. This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Bradley going back at the track, right to the wall. He'll turn and watch it fly. And the A's take a 1-0 lead. On the run back is Cannon to the wall. Jumps at the wall. He's got it. A Joe Rudy-type catch against the wall. Be sure to visit athletics.com slash A's cast on your device for access to exclusive A's content, including pre- and post-game for every game. Floriano going back at the track, right to the wall. He's there, and he makes a phenomenal catch. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball.